Welcome back to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Isa. And I'm Rin. And this week we're talking about writing groups. I am so excited for this. I mean, we're excited for like every episode. Like, when, <laughs> That's true. when are we not excited? That's true. So, if you didn't already know, um, we're in the same writing group. So, we have a similar frame of reference. I won't say it's the same, but yeah. like, it's. Yeah. Anyways, it's very similar. We're in the same writing group. So. Yeah. And the way it got started was we were in the Brandon Sanderson class at the university we go to, and they told us, and it was all over Zoom because this is in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and right, right. They were like, usually we call you up and just like assign you numbers and divvy you out into groups, but because we're on Zoom this year, you're in charge of like self organizing. So actually, I was the one who sent a spreadsheet, in, like a Google sheet, into the chat. And then everyone just put their information in, and the next morning I woke up early to, like, sort through it and find compatible writing groups for people. So that was, like, a fun time, but I ended up sorting a bunch of people. And our writing group started, and you weren't in it at first, right? I wasn't. Well, at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to commit to a writing group. I just kind of was there to listen in on the lecture. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I was not there at first. Okay. And then a couple weeks later, a lot of other students in the class were like, hey, our writing is fell apart because, you know, there are different levels of commitment in each writing group. Um, and so I offered our writing group as a place for people to go. But I had to make, like, an application, if you remember that. That was just I like, that. <laughs> hey, we write up to 5,000 words a week, and we, at the time, we were going every single week. Yeah. Um, and you had to be willing to at least read that much every week, because even if you weren't submitting that much. Yeah, because the group had, like, what, like, six, yeah, seven we had, numbers? Yeah, we had, I think we had four or five, and then, like, you brought us up to, like, at one point we had eight members. Yeah, I thought that you guys had, like, six members, though, before I... Anyways, I whatever. I it don't was, know. It was quite a few. It was quite a few people. But anyways... Long story short, that's how we met, and then became besties and started the podcast. (laughs) Yes, Um, although it definitely took until a few months had gone by before we conceived of a friendship, let alone a podcast. I mean, you were my friend as soon as you came into the group, but that's fine. (laughs) It's fine if you didn't see me the same way. Well, I just feel like, you know, being able to meet in person has, like, brought different dynamics mm-hmm. that don't exist. Oh, right, because you were in... Uh-huh. I was just over Zoom because I was out of state. I totally forgot time. about that. In my mind, you've just always been with a writing group. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's talk about, like, the commitment of a writing group. And obviously, this is different for every writing group. But we'll just use ours as an example. Yeah. Not necessarily a strict guideline, but a guideline yeah. nonetheless. And I can talk about what the other writing groups I organized were, like, what their general guidelines were. Yeah, yeah, because there were quite a few. There, I think I organized, like, eight writing groups. It was a lot of writing groups. Um, but our group, we were like, oh, yeah, we want to meet every week, and we're all writing, like, up to 5,000 words or submitting 5,000 words at first. And now we don't always meet that goal. Uh, I would say our word count has gotten a lot less strict. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was a lot less strict, like, even when I joined. Mm-hmm. And, 
Um, I mean, we've definitely made a lot of adjustments as we've seen members come and go. Yes. And, um, like, as our schedules have gotten more hectic, mm-hmm. um, we've... We took it down from every yeah, week to every, every other, other week. week. And we've tried different combinations of people submitting, whether mm-hmm. we trade off meetups or everybody submits every time or just as you have something you want to submit. Yeah. And there's no one right way to do it, and it definitely depends on the group. Yeah. But we're, and we're still playing with it, in fact. Yeah. And I think it's so helpful that we've, like, gotten to the point where we're just like, yeah, you're a part of this group, and when you have something to submit, we will be happy to read it. So I think that's really nice that, because like when I first joined the group, I felt so much pressure to be submitting as close to 5,000 words as possible every single time. That's true. Like, it's definitely nice in a writing group to be accountable to the other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and to know, especially since it's not like they're just checking in with you, but they're literally reading what you write, mm-hmm. you're reading what they're writing, and you have these goals you're all moving towards together. So that accountability is super nice. Yeah, I would say that's one of the best parts of being in a writing group. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. I think another pro for me in the writing group is just being able to be surrounded by other amazing writers. Like That's true. Because like, our group has such a diverse selection of writers. Like, you are writing... How would you describe the piece you're writing? I'll let you do it. I don't know. Here. I do... I don't know. I would say that often I feel like my writing has been inspired by literary fiction and that definitely manifests sometimes. But I also, I don't know, like I'd say I probably write a fair amount of fantasy, interpersonal, weird, I don't know. I Maybe not I, weird. Like yeah. poetry, I, I put it all together. Yeah, just, very pretty prose. yeah yeah Um, yeah we definitely have like diverse works and even though i i do think a lot of us are doing fantasy um i think we're all doing fantasy math is a little sci-fi yeah we do have elements of sci-fi that have popped in and out of people's stories and different projects people have submitted um over time you know because you're not restricted to one Mm-hmm. Like, generally, I mean, you'd kind of want to see a project through is kind of yeah. a, a hope that the writing group will motivate that. But, yes. you know, as we've seen multiple iterations of projects, yeah. I mean, Yeah, like, do, I've yeah. done several projects and several iterations. In different genres, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. like, the first thing I was going to write with the writing group was this piece called Manu and the Mermaids. But I was trying a gardener or a pantser style for it. And I learned I'm just not a gardener or pantser. I'm definitely an architect, planner type. Yeah. Um, so I only got three chapters into that before I was like, okay, I need to time go back. Time to switch it up. And yeah, and I felt so much pressure at that time to be submitting something to the writing group that I didn't think I had time to do pre-writing for Manu mm-hmm. and the Mermaids. Um, so I just switched to a second draft of something I already had planned and then... Yeah. We, that was Cosmos Collapsing or right, Ascending, right. and we watched me go through several iterations of that. That's true. Um, yeah, we've definitely seen a lot of reboots of things. There's even been a short story that we've read from somebody. Um, yeah, lots of different projects mm-hmm. and jumping around as, you know, some people like to do the NaNoWriMo-affiliated events. Yeah. So we get to see new things from there. And honestly, it's, it's kind of fun. 
It's so fun. It's super fun. And I love it. Yeah, so it, basically what I was going to say, though, about us all kind of writing fantasy at this point mm-hmm. is that it's not all one type of fantasy, and we all have different strengths, and it's just nice because it still feels like we're reading a diverse selection. Yes, it's not... I can imagine, like, especially at a university like ours where the population is very homogenous, I could imagine seeing writers who are just all writing very similar. Like, I know Portal Fantasy is very popular. I could Im- see, like, an entire writing group writing Portal Fantasy. Right. But we're not like that, which is definitely a benefit for us, I think. Yeah, I do think so. And, I mean, even if everybody were to be writing a Portal Fantasy, I'm sure there would be some differences in it and in style, too. That, yes. like, you can't... You can't erase style just from all doing the same genre. Mm-hmm. You're so right. so nice. Yeah. I think we have to balance out our good experience with maybe some of the not-so-good parts, because writing groups aren't for everyone. Like, we've lost a few members either. We don't know what one of the members left for. He just stopped responding, and he's across yeah. the country, which is sad. But, like, another member of our group just realized a writing group wasn't the right fit for him for his writing style. So he left, even though... At least I'm still good friends with him. I saw him, like, yesterday. Um, But, like, for me, one of the hard parts, besides, like, losing these, like, friends when they decide to not come anymore, is it can be really hard for me to take criticism on, on, like, a baby draft of my work. Like, I know that my second drafts are just so much higher quality than my first drafts, but, like, I'm submitting first draft work, and it's just such a vulnerable experience, and it's kind of scary. That is true. One thing that... I mean, I guess a few things to speak to that for me is I love receiving and giving criticism. And I also really enjoy hearing what other people have to say about other people's works that are not my own. Because, I mean, one, it teaches me what other people are looking at and looking for. Um, And two, I, like, beyond finding what they're critiquing, like, you know, the, the manner of their critique fascinating. I just think it's useful to take those things that you might be able to easily notice in somebody else's writing and apply it to your own. So I really like that. Um, I do think that with the variety of people in our group, we do receive different types of critique from everybody as mm-hmm. well, which is also a benefit. And, you know, one thing that I've kept in mind that's kind of, I wouldn't say it's, you know, I wouldn't say that I have a perfect thick skin with receiving yeah. criticism. Like, I absolutely don't. But I like to think I have a somewhat thick skin. And one thing that's helped me is just keeping in this idea that, you know, when when you hear somebody giving you critique, it doesn't mean you have to accept it. Because you kind of, especially with a wide variety of people mm-hmm. giving you critique, you can kind of see who gets what you're going for. Yes. And, when, and if you know that they're kind of like buying into the vision that you have for your work their critique is probably going to be maybe more in line with like mm-hmm. what you would want that, that you don't yeah. you don't know what kind of critique you you need but you know if they share your vision they're more likely to give you useful critique than somebody who totally thinks you're not writing what you're writing if that makes sense yes it does make sense yeah because like as an author, even when you're receiving criticism, you still have, like, authorial control. And, like, you have a right to keep things, like... Like, sometimes it's people, to keep in mind, but... Yeah, but, like, sometimes people aren't, just, like, aren't going to like it. Like, one of the members of our group does not love that, right? Like, fairy tale inspired stuff. 
like one of the comments that he said that stuck with me is like this is entrenched in fairy tale and he did not mean it in he didn't mean it in a bad way but he also didn't really mean it in a good way and like that's kind of stuck with me but I'm like hey I know I like this and I mean this yeah. is a whole market for this so that's even if it's true. not his favorite it's it's something yours. I love and yeah so that's what you're bringing to the group and that's great yeah I think aside from that, I think something that might be good to run over is, you know, generally in the writing group, like, what happens? Oh, What yes. happens? Like, let's imagine you don't know anything about a writing group. Like, what would you want to know? Yeah, and you're trying to set your zone up. And I was thinking we should talk about how to find a writing group if you don't have the luxury yeah, of a class I mean, that assigns you to you. All part and parcel. Let's yes. go for it. So my first advice for, like, finding a writing group is just, like, look online because there are Facebook groups, there are Discord groups. If you affiliate yourself with National Novel Writing Month, you probably have a regional Discord group. I know that there are at least two that I'm in for Utah, and there's another one that I'm trying to find for my California region, but I just can't find the link for the Discord, but I know it exists. So just look online. There are definitely a lot of online resources. And I will say that if people ask you to pay fees to join a writing group, avoid it. Yes. If people yes. ask you to apply, I feel like that's okay and reasonable. But if you don't feel comfortable for whatever reason with any part of the application, whether it be about personal information or sharing parts of your work, then just don't. Just move on to a different group until you, you know, have some experience to ground you a bit. And mm-hmm. then you can move forwards and find something else if that doesn't work. That's really good advice. And then as for what happens in our writing group, we meet on like a two-week schedule. And so we try yeah. to submit by the morning of the day we meet so everyone has like the day to read. Yeah. Although definitely some people submit several days in advance, which I will say is nice. Yeah. Even though I am not one of those people. <laughs> I would like to be. That could yeah. be one of my other goals for this year, you mm-hmm. know. Just barely talked about goal setting gosh anyways but yeah we just kind of read and it's expected that when we show up we have critique to give yes and so we kind of just go around and you know we don't have a set order of who speaks or who gets critiqued it's just kind of like whoever wants to be or just however Mm -hmm. it falls and so we all share our critique if people have to duck out early, we are okay with that. Yes. Um, I know, like, if we weren't all students, maybe we could set a more, like, specific time. But we still understand when people have other yeah. things going on. Like, writing groups shouldn't take precedence over, like, something big in your family or something. Yes, you know? exactly. And we've, like, canceled meetings before just because, you know, no one can make it that week or if anything... So, like, and there's just no shame in that. That's true. Also, sometimes after our meetings, after we're finished with critique, sometimes a few of us have stayed to chat about craft or things that we like to read or what are we doing. And Mm -hmm. I do think that while it's nice to keep it strictly, like, professional or whatever, I do think it's nice to, like, form, like, more of a connection with the people in your writing group. Um, that can help you when you are giving critique and receiving critique to feel like, you know, they're not just, like, being mean to you or something. Yeah, exactly. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. 
I think one other thing that I think is kind of like important about writing groups is before I joined this writing group that we're in, I hadn't been in one before. Yeah, me neither. And approaching it, I was like, oh, okay. I know what the expectations are because that's what they said before I like saw if I could join. And like, you know, this word count weekly and all the readings I'll have to do and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm willing to give it a try. But like, it was still intimidating. Yeah. And especially when, you know, I, the first time that I like went to the writing group, I was just sitting in to listen. Mm -hmm. I wasn't actually like participating in critique or in um, submissions yet. Because I was just seeing how it was going. You were, like, vetting us the same way we were vetting you. Exactly. And so um, I thought that it was really nice to have the opportunity to vet the group. And while I was intimidated a bit, um, I quickly saw that, you know, maybe not that we are all on the same writing journey, but I feel like we're all, like, at a good spot where it's not, like, oh, like, so-and-so has, like, you know, two series professionally published, is looking at a third book deal, and, like, you know, like, it's not, like... We're all, like, really... We're not at the same point in the writing journey, but we're all on the same path. Exactly. And it just... It felt uh, more comfortable seeing how it was than how it is on paper for me. I don't know what you felt as you started, but... Yeah, I... Because, I mean, you were starting the group fresh from scratch yes how was that it was definitely an experience it was really intimidating for me because I so I'm non-binary but I'm assigned female birth or soon female birth I think is the better way to say it now and the rest of the group was men and that was really scary for me and one of them made a comment about like oh so you are middle grade right I'm like why on earth would you assume that like just because I look like a woman and I was like hmm so like it was a little bit of a rough start for me but I I don't want to say I'm like in charge of the group but I do a lot of the like but you definitely logistical stuff so yeah a lot of that we still let fall to you yeah so I'm like like I feel like you almost like conduct our meetings yeah like I like conduct the meetings but like I'm not like you know (laughs) yeah I'm like not in charge or anything I think we're all like in charge but they the authority has been like delegated to me in a way just because yeah, I cause that's how it's been because you organized it yeah. yeah so it was very interesting coming in and like also because I was in the process of like beta reading and like getting ready to publish my book so everyone I feel like they all looked at me and like oh wow Rin's really cool and I was like but I'm really not <laughs> <laughs> so I had like this weird like figuring out the dynamic figuring out the, the dynamic and yeah I think we mostly had that by a few months in when you joined. Um, so it was Yeah, like, it seemed like you guys kind of had a system yeah. together at the very least. We vibed. Like, immediately. it was a good group. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, I think we better wrap up. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. So this has been Quid Pros Quo. And join us next time where Rin will lead us on a book they read called Flow mentioned probably way at the beginning of our podcast actually or a couple episodes ago i think i think i mentioned it like in episode like five or something i don't know when we were talking about our like recent reads or something yeah no something anyways yeah rin will lead us through what they've learned 
about flow, which is both the title and the practice elaborated on in this book. I'm Issa. And I'm Rin. See you next time.